0: Hey, what's up guys? It's Freddy Correa, and you are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast. And we're back. Yeah, I didn't scream this time. I'm feeling calm, feeling good. Enjoying some AC in this 100 and what is it? In Vegas right now. 110. Oh my god. It's been insane, guys. Vegas has been really hot I'm guessing throughout the country it's been pretty hot I've heard it's a heat wave and uh, it's not getting any better right now I think uh, as we cruise into August it's gonna get worse see one thing that sucks about Vegas that a lot of people don't like is the dry heat okay me personally I like the dry heat, because the dry heat, is it doesn't make you sweat as much as humid heat. Like, if you're sitting somewhere like in Miami at 80 degrees, you're sweating balls, man. It's gonna be hot. In Vegas, you could be at 100. And, yeah, you're just getting fucking burned alive by the sun, but not a drop of sweat. However... Last week, it was sweating. I mean, it was raining a lot because of uh, monsoon season, they call it. Like, it was raining. It rained really bad in Vegas. Like, there was palm trees being ripped off people's yards and shit. It was windy. People's uh, gazebos in their backyards were destroyed. It was all over the news. There was a little bit of flood here and there outages. I was at the comedy club at LA Comedy Club and there was an outage at the Stratosphere and the show carried on. Butch Bradley, like a pro, he went up there, performed, did his thing, and all the other comics. Everybody performed in the dark. It was crazy. Uh, I left right before that show. So I got to see and hear about it on Facebook but it was, it was pretty bad man here's what sucked I come back from New York after being in a climate where it's very humid out there riding the city bike all over the place I come back thinking I'm gonna go back to some dry heat nah I'm chilling over here in Vegas now in humidity at 110, 111 degrees that's torture So this whole dry heat thing could go out the window because now what's happening in Vegas it needs to uh, all this humidity needs to burn up and I mean uh, evaporate go back into the atmosphere and uh, turn it back into a desert because that's what we're used to in Vegas it's a fucking desert everything's artificial I'm passing by palm trees right now that shit was brought in from somewhere else. You know? Sagebrush? That's Vegas. But, uh yeah. Here I am enjoying some air conditioning. I wanted to talk to you guys. Um, because I haven't released the other episode. I'm going to be putting it up soon. I have been busy. I can make up excuses all day long. But that's why... I'm not going to make an excuse I'm just going to give you another episode right now and talk about what's going on Um, I I still need to put up episode 2 part 2 of my interview with Mikey Sliman I hope you enjoyed the first one he's one of the creators of Bump Bites that's a very heart touching episode the first one and so is the second one we continue so if you listen to that one stay tuned we're going to be posting that one soon more likely on Monday next week but uh, I didn't want to leave you hanging this week. I want to let you know what's going on. And here's what's going on. I haven't told a lot of people, but Lizzie and I are buying a house. And as far as I know, as long as nothing gets you know, out of order, we're in what they call escrow. Escrow is where you wait for the loan to come in, the final paperwork to come in. Right now, our closing date is looking like it's going to be at the end of August. So, we're finally, finally going to be homeowners again. And uh, this is the dream we were chasing since we came to Vegas. The whole point of moving to Vegas was to fix our credit, save money, and get back on our feet. Because in Reno, we're underwater. We, we had a house that we bought back in 2007. It was when the market was super high the bubble was about to burst and we were young and dumb and we decided to buy a house that was way out of our league and making payments over i think it was like 2200 a month not including bills so we're like living paycheck to paycheck barely surviving i was making way less than i make now and it was bad, it was a bad decision, so I, one of my supervisors, his name was John Spalozzi, he said, you know what, just rent, you can live a happy life by just renting, so I took his his advice, um, up until now, because he told me the American dream, people think it's just buying a house, and there, you fulfilled your American dream, and it's true, a lot of people think that's what it is, um, I'm not so much saying that it isn't and now that I'm not doing what he told me, he said just keep renting, I feel like the American dream is just to have enough money in the bank to for emergencies, you know, be financially stable whether you own or not. American dream to me is living a life where you could indulge when you want to but not be an idiot and just spend all your money on everything, you know, like, eat out every day that's not, you know, that could be the American dream for other people, I guess everybody can have their own American dream if you're not in America you know, what is your life dream let's take out the American part of it what is your life dream of living a fulfilling life, how about that you know my life dream is to just be able to breathe I want to be able to breathe without you know squirming for money, I've been there I've gone to the dollar loan centers you know, I've, I've never ne- you know, there's been very few times that I've asked a friend for money like uh, my buddy Clemente, one time we had an emergency when we were moving to Vegas again, we were underwater we are doing really bad and uh, he let me borrow $500 um, because um uh, my check, one of my supervisors in Vegas uh, took my check home This right before I got direct deposit and he went on like a four day weekend so I didn't have my money but it's not so much that I was like broke, it's just I didn't have the money you know, I didn't have my check to cash it to pay for something I forgot what it was and my buddy Clemente helped me and I paid him immediately that's the way it should be when you borrow money, pay it immediately don't let people chase you down but that, the point is that I I don't want to be in that situation where where I ever want to ask for money. Never. I, I don't ever ever want to ask for money. Um, if anything, I want to be the guy that gives um, but doesn't loan. I don't like loaning money either. But I do like to give. I like to give and help out when I can. Certain people. If we're out and about and someone forgets their wallet, I'll buy them lunch. You know, if I'm at lunch with friends at work or comics and I I'm not gonna expect a return I'm just gonna do it and you know if it comes to me later on it's gonna come to me later on in a different way I I know that I've seen it happen whether you believe in karma or not I'm just letting you know in my life I've seen it and it might just be cerebral just me wishful thinking it's possible but I like that I like being being like that like I like being a wishful thinker thinking if I do good the good is gonna come back. All right, now I'm gonna have to pause this, and I'm gonna continue on the part about us moving to Vegas and uh, getting back on our feet. But I need to go grab something real quick and park my vehicle. I'll be back. All right, I am back. Almost forgot what I was talking about, but it's been it's been like 45 minutes since I paused it. But I remember what I initially started. um, My initial reason I even picked up the phone to record today was um, to talk about how we're buying a house, finally. And if you go back about a year and a half ago or so, there was an episode I did, a solo podcast I did, um, I believe I named it Bro Knowledge, where I was talking about like how I was tired of not saving money and I wanted to start saving money I had a plan, I had a this goal, this little short term goal to get back on my feet and you know sometimes, you know how I was talking about wishful t- thinking I really believe in that, I believe like it, it's always negative, wishful thinking. But the, the, the part about you believing in something that you want to do. You know, like, I don't know if you heard this before. But, like, Joe Rogan talks about the power of imagination. Everything starts in your head. No matter, like, anything you see that's around you. That's been created. started in someone's head. In someone's imagination. If you see a car... It all started with someone's imagination. A sign. Even if you see a fake palm tree. That started with someone's imagination. They brought it here. Someone decided to become a palm tree. Fucking vendor. Start selling palm trees. And he's like oh Vegas is a good market. So the reason it's there. Is because it started in someone's imagination. So. What it comes down to. comes down to. um, Whether you think it's bullshit or not the law of attraction when you desire something i don't i don't think it's like i don't believe in the law of attraction as some people do as far as like oh it's a superpower it's magic you know i don't know what i do know is that when i when i set my mind on something and i put a goal like or if i want to do something it ends up happening because action happens there's action involved Okay, so this is what I said on that episode of Bro Knowledge. Um, I wanted to save money. And here's what I did. Every every month, Lizzie and I started saving $100 each from our paychecks. And it might not seem like a lot. Oh, $200? Okay, it's not that much. But in a year, it's $2,400. At the house we're at we've been leasing it we're on our third year right now so july which is this month if i'm if my math is not fucking up i mean 2 years is 4800 plus another 24 what is that 76 so that's 7600 am i right 4800 Okay, let's say it's 15 Okay It's 24 Okay, now I feel like a fucking idiot Is it 76? See, this is why they tell you in school Never to second guess yourself Because if you second guess yourself That's when you fuck up You know That's where you're Yeah, no, 72 I'm glad I guessed myself 7,200, bitch See, school they try to tell you Oh, never second guess yourself That's when you mess up on your uh, multiple questions, bitch. I knew there was something wrong. That's why I fucking grabbed the number two pencil, erased the little bubble, and circled the other one. Don't tell me not to second guess myself, bitch. School sucks, man. They tell you not to second guess. I just did. And guess what? I was right. I'm just trying to cover up the fact that I fucked up on my math. Do you see what I'm doing there? Um, so, yeah, $7,200 in three years, guys. That's $7,200, uh, you know, in our pocket, in our savings. Not to mention, I've you know, there's bonuses. I, I just throw it in there. So, we've had quite a bit saved up. And uh, it's helping us now with a down payment, with the closing cost of a house. Now this is why I I re, I I'm not sticking to the whole renting to be happy anymore because the market is changing. It used to be in renters' favor when I moved to Vegas, guys. I was renting for like the house I'm at right now, uh, four bedrooms. I think it's like twenty-two hundred square feet. It's a big house. I was uh, paying only twelve sixty. $12.60 a month for a beautiful uh, four-bedroom house covered patio in the back. I, I love this house. If I could buy it, I would buy this house. But they, they raised our rent last year when we re- renewed the lease. They wanted to raise it to $1,600. They wanted to jump $400 a month just because the market is growing and it's fucking getting inflated again. Plus, you got the Golden Knights hockey team, and in two years, you're going to have the Raiders. So Vegas is just becoming like this. Hopefully it's not going to become a bubble. But for renters, it's going to suck really bad. And for people trying to buy a home. So I figured if I don't buy a home this year, next year, I'm going to be putting money in somebody else's pocket. I'm going to be spending, like, they wanted to go up to 1600 last year. I convinced them to keep it at 1400 so they raised it just a little bit. So it's $14.35. Imagine next year. It's probably going to be like, oh, we want seventeen dollars or $1,800 from you. My friends in Reno are amazed how much we pay rent out here. In Reno right now, for a house like mine, easily $2,000 a month. It's getting bad again. Especially in Reno. What the fuck is in Reno, man? Just because they have Tesla... Big Amazon warehouse, I guess Lake Tahoe. That's prime real estate, Truckee, California. You know, but yeah, man, Reno—it's so fucking expensive, dude. So I figured we need to buy a house, and I had this in my head. I'm like, we're gonna save money for whether we move to Cali or let's say New York. I don't know. Just we don't have kids, so we can move wherever the fuck we want. You know. I'm not worried about schools I'm just worried about rent Being able to afford it uh, So I was ready I wanted to have money ready in the bank For whatever what, whatever happened Whether we move to another place Have money for movers U-Haul, all the expenses And this came about um, My buddy His name's, uh, we call him Coco uh, My realtor He's a friend of uh The comedy club owners at LA Comedy Club, and he's helped a lot of people buy a home in our circle. Within our friend's circle, like he helped Edwin, Matt, Joaquin, Drew, everybody that's involved at LA Comedy Club pretty much. He's helped everybody buy a house, you know? So I hit him up one day and I'm like, I'm not really going to buy a house, maybe, but I don't want to get pressured, but I'm looking into it. Because if I could pay the same Amount for a mortgage For what I'm paying right now Even if I go out of pocket $200 more I, It's better than to pay myself Than put it in someone else's Fucking pocket But I'm like I'm not too sure I, I, I've been there before I've been there twice Where like sometimes realtors They try to push you to buy something That you don't want Oh this is just going to be a startup You know, you know You're know, you not going to get your dream house now It's just a startup they always say that shit because they're trying to make a, a sell also, you know? So, I went in there kind of skeptic, obviously. Very skeptic. Got pre-approved and got happy. I'm like, oh, cool. My, You know, I fixed up my credit, by the way. Um, I think I talked about that on that episode. Go back to bro knowledge on Thanks for the Invite podcast. Just look at bro knowledge. I don't know what episode it was. But I I did talk about getting a secure credit card. Guys, if your credit is fucked up, or if you have no credit, or if you're just moving to America and you want to establish credit, save up a good $500. In my case, I, I put in 1000 t- uh, Save up even three $300. Go to a bank and... They're not going to trust you with a credit card yet. So you got to establish your credit for about a good six months to a year. I, I went ahead and uh, I got a $1,000 secure credit card. It, it gave me a link to check my credit score every month. And there's tricks into having a good credit score. And things I've learned along the way. So if you have a $1,000... Even if it's your money, if it's secured, you gotta keep it under 10%. 10% revolving credit. Like, if you spend over 100 bucks, you're already over 10%. So, pay it off immediately too. Don't do what fucking idiots like myself did back in the day. You buy a credit card and you're like, oh, it's only 4% interest rate. You know, I'll just do the minimum payment. No, 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 no. Credit is not your money. Even though it's your money that you started the secure credit card. What you got to do is you got to pretend it's not your money. Okay? It's money you don't have. So, you cannot be like fucking... It's like pretend you're asking a friend for a loan. And it's going to get awkward if you don't pay it back. You got to pay that shit back immediately, guys. Immediately. Okay? So, I every month, I never let one, one day pass where I, you know, like not pay, I I used the credit card one day for gas, 50 bucks, boom immediately, transfer, boom I wasn't going to use money I didn't have, so if I used it, I knew I had the money so here I am, using it I established my credit, my credit goes up, now I have credit again I was down to zero guys, I went you know, rock bottom I I owed so many credit cards I just went straight down guys A couple months later my wife and I, we buy a car. So now we have a loan for a car. This is last year at this point. Um, So we got that because I had established credit already. I got a loan. Not the best interest rate. I'll tell you that right now. After this whole house thing, I'm going to refinance and uh, lower my payments. But even that right there, it helped me with my credit. Next thing you know, my credit went up to um, above, you know, 600. Then at this point, I'm like, this is a, now Now I'm talking about a year later after I got the secure credit card. I hear a buddy of mine talk about rewards. You could get credit cards that pay you back for, for spending and there's always a trick. Like, they want you to spend because they think you're not going to pay it back. So it's just a mind fuck. Yeah, you're getting rewards, but you're paying a bunch of interest. So I go and I apply for a credit card. A real credit card. And I'm going to turn in my secured credit card. So I'm going to get a, a, my $1,000 back. Like, six to eight weeks. Uh, and I apply to see what I qualify. I qualified for 13000 okay come on bitch it's green light motherfucker sorry um motherfucker anyway um so thirteen thousand and one hundred dollars to be exact and i'm thinking this is great because you know that ten percent i was telling you about that means i could get it up to a thousand pay bills and then bring it back down, pay it immediately. Because if I'm using it to pay bills, I'm going to pay it back. Because I'm pretending I'm using my own cash. So I'm not, it's like money I don't have. Okay, so I can't be borrowing from a friend a $1,000. It's awkward. Okay. This rewards card, I'm getting 1% back on every dollar I spend on whatever the fuck it is. Okay. Now, depending on what bank you go to, I happen to go to U.S. Bank. They have uh, categories, so like every three months, you could choose a category on. You could get five percent back on certain things or two percent back. Lizzie and I like to go to movies a lot, so one of the categories is theaters. I get two percent back on theaters, and then the other one was cell phones. I picked cell phones. We pay our Verizon bill, so if I spend a hundred bucks. On uh, on the Verizon bill, I'm only getting two percent. That's that ain't shit, okay? Am I? Oh, it's just, you know, fuck. Now I sound like a fucking moron. What is that? Two pennies? No. Out of a dollar is two pennies. So two percent out of a hundred, two dollars, bitch. I know my math, motherfucker. You might be laughing at me, okay? But I'm driving. I'm multitasking. I'm second guessing myself, I have ADD, I'm trying to do a podcast for you and you're laughing at me because my math, well guess what, I might have been a little slow on my math, but it was correct bitch, so anyways, that's $2 back, I get $2 back out of 100 okay, so that's 2%, so I'm getting 2% on my cell phone bills, now again, I'm using this like, I'm just paying for bills and I'm going to pay myself back immediately. So you don't want to let it pile up. I've had this credit card for like about seven months right now. I haven't paid one um, penny, not one penny of interest. Because I know that by the seventh of each month, I need to have it back down to zero. So I use it for uh, bills, 1% on bills, electricity, um, car insurance, everything, everything I could pay with The card, I do it. One of the categories, the 5% one, is uh, it's uh, groceries. So, 5% out of groceries, that's five dollars, guys, out of a hundred bucks. Let's say you spend 300 every week, you're making five, you're making um. $15 back. You're earning it back in rewards. This is dollars. It's not like tokens or points you can spend only on a special catalog. No, this is fucking money, dude. They have these kind of reward programs for gas cards. If you want to buy a Chevron, or I mean get a Chevron credit card. This is a way to make money back, okay? It's not a scam. This is just something you could do and use it and then save up money to go on a little vacation, spend money in a year or so, it's another way of saving money without really thinking, hey I'm putting away 100 bucks every month, you know it's not hard to do so it's pretty cool, so right now, last time I checked, I'm around 400 and something it's a combination of 5% and the 2% and a 1% payback that I get 400 and something. That's only in six, seven months, guys. That's free money. Free fucking money in my pocket. Um, so that's that's one of the things I did. Now that, right, there, getting this credit card, by the way. Because it's at $13,000. If I keep it under 1000 in revolving credit. Even though it could be... <clears throat> 13300 um that would be the 10% if i keep it under that your credit score keeps going up you keep making your payments paying it, paying it off don't be late on your card payment that will fuck you up now that got me over 750 on my credit score that's insane guys i was at zero so that's when I got a little pumped up to try to get a house, I got pre-approved for a loan for 285, 285000 not a lot but um, enough to get some somewhere decent to live in you know if you have kids, maybe it's, you know, you have, might have to combine credit with someone else but that's just on my own, so then Lizzie and I combined our credit and um, we got a pretty good loan we're, we're gonna be able to live somewhere where we could afford and like I said if everything falls in place nothing falls out um, by the end of August we're gonna have be living in our new home and our mortgage is gonna be about two or three hundred I want to say 200 more than what I'm paying now because you got to get homeowners insurance but guys my rent next year would have been that. And here's the kicker. So it's also a four-bedroom house. It's an older home from the 70s, which I love. I love older homes. I don't like the new cookie cutter homes. Um, even though mine right now is kind of like a cookie cutter. But it's it's pretty big and spacious. But I, I really dislike the little fucking same model every three houses. It's the worst. So this home we're gonna get, four-bedroom. Um And it has a pool. A fucking pool, guys. I when I moved when I was gonna move to Vegas. Let me back up. Okay, let me back up to this whole law of attraction type of thing. This thing that you put in your mind and somehow you attract it. I don't know how it works. I don't know. I'm not saying maybe it is a magic power. I don't know, okay? I'm not trying to be fucking Oprah over here. Ooh, the law of attraction. I know there's starving kids. Okay, where's their fucking law of attraction? I get it, I get it, guys. But look, let me back up. When I came to Vegas and I went up to the stratosphere, that big tower that looks like the Jetsons, this is like back in 2008, eight, ten years ago. I remember you could see like all these homes and you could see the pools in their backyard. i like, goddamn, everybody in Vegas has a fucking pool, that's crazy, that's pretty cool, I've always liked pools I've loved pools, I'm a fucking fish, alright, I love to swim, maybe because I'm Cuban, alright but I'm like, that's so cool, I want to have a pool when I would have a family member or an uncle uh, a family member I mean, like my family member or Lizzie's uncle that lives in Cali, he has a pool like, I would just spend my time in the pool, just fucking drink a beer, you know, like that's always been my thing so somehow in the back of my head I've always wanted a pool where I told Lizzie when we moved to Vegas I'm like I want to rent a home that has a pool but people scared me away they're like no it's too expensive to maintenance and it is true it is very true but I still wanted a pool so one of the things that we said when we we're looking for a home we're like we're gonna shoot for it even if we don't get it but that's what we're gonna shoot for we're gonna try to get a pool and guys we found several homes with pools but um we had a couple requirements covered patio because we love our house now with a cover patio this time our requirement was a single story because vegas it sucks if you have two stories you have two ac one upstairs one downstairs units and it's very expensive so we wanted one single story we don't like carpet, especially because we have dogs. And I just hate carpet. Carpet's fucking gross. You don't, it's never really clean. Uh, so no carpet. What else? Good neighborhood. We wanted a good neighborhood. Um, so no carpet. Pool, covered patio. Good neighborhood. Single story. There's another one. There was five requirements. Anyway, this one met almost all of them. Pretty much the one that didn't meet was it had carpet in the bedrooms which is something we're gonna fix. But we we compromise. It's a beautiful home. It's been flipped over. One of those old homes that they flip over and redo the inside. It has tile throughout the house except the bedrooms. Covered patio beautiful yard. Um so yeah guys, this is something like I feel like in my head I I, I wanted this. I desired it. And obviously, the, the thing about people that shit on the, the whole law of attraction is uh, people think, oh, it's just magic. No, there's a lot of fucking hard work, man. You got to put in a lot of hard work in order to accomplish your goals, your dreams. You know that shit they tell you when you're a kid? You set your mind to it. You can accomplish anything. It's true. You really can't. You can accomplish a lot of things, man. Um... I really do believe that. Can you accomplish all of them? I don't know. That's up to you. It's up to you, the individual. But... Um, that's my news. That's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to, Maybe I could inspire some of you guys that are in a fucking shithole like I was. Um, they didn't have enough money to pay the bills. You would have to get loans. You know, they... they you gotta make sacrifices to live happy, to live... to be able to breathe. Like I said, you don't always want to be spending money going out and living like a fucking something that you're not. And also... Fucking... I hate it. Like, it's so ridiculous. When I see friends that drive super nice cars, and they focus so much on a fucking car, and they're living in a piece of shit home, or like, roommates in a little piece of shit apartment... But you're driving a fucking escalator on a beautiful audi or whatever like you're just focusing on the wrong things you know but hey man to each his own um you want to drive a super nice car get pussy that's cool man um i'm gonna focus now on uh continue to save money keep upgrading this house and eventually i mean fuck if i'm getting this house at um by the way I bought it for two, 275 even though I got pre-approved for 285 so I, I even got something cheaper than what I I was able to you know what I mean like ten thousand cheaper and I'm putting ten percent down so it's around twenty seven thousand five hundred dollars that I'm putting down um, money is saved up uh, so I'm putting quite a bit down so it's coming my you know this fucking house in two years it's going to go up it's going to go up to the point where I'm going to be able to resell it and then buy something bigger buy something nicer or or not I don't have to move out if I live happily in this fucking house with my fucking corona and, and, and pool why the fuck would I want to move out keep paying it off and and wait quite a bit not just you know some people are like oh I'll, just, I'll have it for two years Fuck you. Have it for more. Have it for like five, ten years. If you if you do move out, rent it. I could easily rent that fucking house out. By the way, my house, it was uh one of those uh what do you call it? Bedroom not bed bath and beyond. What the fuck you call it? Airbnb. Bed bath and beyond, what the fuck? Yeah. Airbnb. So, this, this house was an Airbnb house. So, they kept it nice, man. They kept it real nice. And then I go and I went to Airbnb and found my house. Great reviews. I'm like... <laughs> that's fucking crazy. It's probably like... Party people would go there probably and party it up. But they kept it nice. And Oh, yeah. And they were very strict on Airbnb. I read the rules. They're like, no parties. Like... And if you do have party, no no drinking in the pool, whatever. So that's good. It must have sucked for the other people that would rent it out, but yeah. So, that's my good news, guys. I hope you guys feel happy for me and, uh, I hope you guys are happy too where you're at, and if not, I hope you start setting your goals to accomplish, you know, a better future for yourselves, you know. Um, I get inspired by other people all the time And hopefully I could inspire you And this could help you In some way or another And also Fuck you for criticizing me On my math I know okay I know my math is not the greatest My speech is not the greatest But um Thanks for listening I love you guys And um I promise I'll have the other episode with Mikey Sliman and Mike Robertson out very soon for your enjoyment. That's gonna be part two of the uh, episode named "Adopted." So I hope you enjoy that. And let me know when you hear this. Um, what you think? All right, guys, I'm out. Yes, have a wonderful week. Peace.